A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online you'll experience the all-new Cerebral Way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Cover 2 TV. I'm Steve Hall. Joined this week by a very, very happy Tom Jennings. No, Chris, he's been too busy hanging out with the true Geordie. I'm sure he had a wonderful time doing the, the kickoff show there. It was the kickoff show, wasn't it? I think it's called the kickoff show. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, that, no, Chris today. Chris is travelling back from London as we speak. So, it's just me and Jeno, uh, a very happy Patriots fan, to review the Super Bowl. If, if we look a bit tired, you know why? We were up <laughs> very late watching the game, back to work this morning. Um, obviously, as you all know, Patriots 13, LA Rams 3. Not the scoreline anyone predicted. I doubt anyone in the world had money on 16 or under points, Jeno. But in the end, it kind of doesn't matter because it's number six for the Patriots. It's absolutely incredible. And... All season we've been saying we don't quite think they're at the levels they need to be. We're not. They're not quite there. They're not quite there. And it turns out they are quite there. They're still the best. And there's a reason why no matter what type of game you want to get into, they will keep it close. You want to get into a shootout, they kept they kept two shootouts close in two balls. You want to get into a defensive struggle, by all means we can do that as well. It was just, it was an unbelievable performance again. Yeah, and um, there's a reason why I'm wearing this today. I haven't wore this on the show ever. Gronk is that? Yeah, it's Gronk. Because mainly because it's battered and mainly because usually it's too big for me. <laughs> and like having an American football jersey which is too big for you, which already for my body frame doesn't fit anyway, <laughs> it tends to just get lashed at girls when they say, can I have something to wear in bed? Like, oh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, but I'll wear it today because we've won. We've won a game which we've been saying all year. I mean, you've been asking me, are you worried? And I've been saying yes because that offence has been a struggle and it all was again. year. And we saw the same struggles. Yeah. We saw that if... Um, Josh Gordon was out there, we would have smoked them. We would have absolutely smoked them because we needed the outside wide receiving threat and we, we were looking at Chris Hogan. Yeah. And Chris Hogan went 0 for 6. Yeah. And was also the guy who was part of the tip for the interception, though that was on Brady, not him. We were looking, for, we couldn't find the outside feet, so we just went, well, we're just going to beat you with our defence. Yeah. You can't stop our defence. And it seemed to me, and again, I, I thought Wade Phillips was one of the rare, it's the, one of the rare times I've ever seen anyone Confused Tom Brady pre-snap. Brady had no idea. He didn't know if it was man or his own. He didn't know what to do. He got confused on the on, on the interception early. Like his first yeah. pass was an interception. He got he got confused by the by the coverage. He he never looked comfortable all night. And I think the Rams again. We, we obviously the, the offense they had a, a horrendous struggles, and we know that. 
But defensively, they actually the game plan was perfect. How to be the Patriots? You get pressure on Tom Brady, which they did. You confused him pre-snap, which they did. You know they kept him to thirteen points, one touchdown. The Rams' defense did everything they needed to do for, to win that game. It was just ultimately the defense let them down. So their offense let them down. The Patriots' defense plays well, but going into the game, if, if I'd have said to anyone the Patriots are scoring thirteen points, you'd have thought they might lose by double digits. But in fact, no, it was, it was more than enough. And we, we we spoke all year about you know the the death by a thousand paper cuts on this time it was a death by a thousand throws to Julian Edelman <laughs> it seemed like the Rams were quite happy to let that happen as long as there was no big play and that's a sound game plan but it was the fact is the offense just didn't keep up that's a great that's a great game plan to, you know to keep everything in front of you no big plays for the Patriots keep them under pressure but your offense has got to do something so although it was a great defensive performance it just wasn't backed up by Goff McVeigh and company. Yeah, um, you can you can argue in this game really that the Rams' defense played as as well, if not better, than the Patriots' defense. Yeah, especially the, first half. Yeah, but there's a difference is when the Patriots they kept getting to the Rams' thirty by just throwing it to Julian Edelman and they couldn't stop it because he's the one man who can beat man coverage. Yeah. The Patriots' wide receivers can't beat. I mean, Philip Dorsett didn't even have a target in this game. That's how bad the Patriots' wide receivers are, yeah. and that's why this Super Bowl, as I put it last night, is four and five were Brady. Six is Belichick. Yeah. And that's what the defence... So then the offence just struggled massively for the Rams. They didn't know what to do. Basically, we took away the run game early and said, go ahead, Jared Goff, beat us. And he couldn't. No, absolutely. And they were, they were confusing him. We'll, we'll move on to that in a sec. But while we're talking about receivers, then we, Edelman wins the MVP. He goes 10 for 141 off 12 targets. He was, again, he was incredible. Um, he was always open. Again, I... I I think, I'll be honest, part of it, I think, was by design. I think the Rams were happy. They just didn't want to get beat deep. They weren't letting Hogan. They weren't. They were trying not to let Gronk. And they'd done a, they'd done a pretty good job on Gronk up until the, the very end when, obviously, he set up the, the game-winning uh, touchdown run. But it, for me, it was another case of, you know, ultimately, experience shows, you know, playoff bottle shows, playoff, that, that, all that kind of stuff. And Brady was just happy when he could. To, he was happy to go to the well. And just keep finding Edelman. The, the the Rams were happy again. They didn't really double them that much. They were, on third down, they just kept. They probably should have done a bit more. I, I just felt like no matter what they did, Edelman's it was just, and it was just it was route running. It was it was unbelievable. They just couldn't. It was he always had that separation into our balls, and ultimately that's where the game was won. Where where the Patriots could convert third and six and third and five, and and the Rams just had no answer for that. And and on their offense, they they were in the same boat. Third down, and they, I think Goff went eight consecutive punts because he just could not convert these third downs at all. Yeah, um, I think what I think it's a bigger deal because what ends up happening is because we keep going to Edelman because what they were doing is they were double teaming our running backs. James White barely did anything yeah, in this nothing. game. I thought James White would have a massive game because in the 2015 NFC Championship game, we put it on him to win us the game, and he didn't. He come up short. Luckily enough, next year he won us. Blah, <laughs> blah 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 blah. The stories are being told. So I thought he'd have a massive game, but no, they doubled him. They said James White's not going to beat us. The running back is not out the backfield on the swing route. is not going to beat us. And also Brady, was lit. the pressure was there all game by Donald. I know the stats aren't going to say it, but when you watch it, Donald and Brady's face most of the game. Yeah, Sue was there a lot. Brockers and, 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 and Fowler got And then Fowler. So Brady wasn't willing to let sw- um, screen passes develop because he just wants it out of his hands. Yeah. So I think the Rams were willing to go, well, we give it to Edelman. And we'll stop running after the catch, and that's when we'll break them, and then they won't be able to do anything when they get into our like into our half and start getting close to scoring. But that was so that was the game plan, and that was working. The problem was 
because we were getting those first downs, because we were, got, we were moving up the field, it meant that the Rams' defense were on the yeah. were on the field over and over and over yeah. again, and we dominated time for possession. And at the end of the game, when it was money time, we went big. We bullied them. I we was bullied well to, yeah. them because they were on the field most of the game. I was well to say in that. All through the, even when the, there was no score, it was tight, and I was thinking the Rams are definitely still in it because you're, you're you're a turnover away, you're you're a one big play away, which you know the Rams are a big play offense. But in your head, you're thinking there's so much, there's just too many plays. There's just too, at one point this is going to tell, and it, when it's all it's all right at the end where they just couldn't, you know, they, they couldn't get near the a couple of runs. I think Michelle breaks a big one off. Um, Rex Bearhead at the end breaks a big one off. You've got Gronk gets a, this one big massive catch that he gets. It was a case of the 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 first half setting that up in that just milk them off, keep them on the field, yeah. keep them on the field. The Rams knew what was happening because they were they slowed their offense down. They usually go, they usually snap the ball on twenty sometimes on this play clock. They weren't even breaking the huddle until fifteen because they knew that the a they did they wanted to stop the the Patriots checking into plays, but also they they, they knew they weren't performing and they they had to give Donald and Sue and Salim and pieces. They had to give them rest. So. The, the the fact that the offense was struggling so much, they had they got themselves out of rhythm. They had Jared, they had they, they were trying to rely on Jared Goff to beat them dropping back, which is never going to happen. I'll be honest, I've never seen a ba- as bad a quarterback performance. I think in the play, I thought he was horrendous. Goff, I think a lot of that goes on Belichick and obviously on Flores, whose game plan was unbelievable. They disguised their different things it all was the, the time. The late blitz by the linebackers yeah. that he couldn't cope. He yeah, couldn't yeah, cope. Yeah, he no kept thinking. He had a couple of more seconds and then someone else on the stump would get him. Like, I mean, I've been very critical of Carl Van Nooy. Well, not critical. I just thought he was a good role player. He was brilliant in this game. He was much better than what I ever gave him credit. Yeah. And obviously, we know what Dante Hightower is. He's like having a defensive end coming from linebacker. He absolutely yeah. smashes into people. Um. So, the, Goff couldn't do nothing because he was thinking he had five steps, seven step drops. They weren't there. No. The pressure was there. Then he had to get it out of his hands quicker. And he wasn't seeing the fields because he was panicking. And he kept trying to look to Brandon Cooks, who played all right. He kept looking for the deep ball. And there was times when Woods was running across the yeah. open. There was times when just we all people go Tom Brady, oh look at him, he just checks it to the running backs. There's time when Goff should have just checked it to the running back and you would have got ten yards, you'd have got fifteen yards. Yeah. I'm not gonna stat line ego. It was nineteen for thirty eight, two twenty nine, obviously no touchdowns and one interception, which was obviously right at the end. And again a, a poor decision and a poor throw, but Again, it's, it's the 19 of 38, isn't it? So half his, <laughs> half his uh, passes are incomplete. And it was more a case of, I don't think that offense allows you to get to your second, third read. It's designed for him to see his first read and hit it. And when it wasn't there, he was really struggling. There was times when he's running out the pocket and instead of throwing away, he just takes a, a stupid sack. He just looked like his brain was absolutely scrambled. Oh. And, and listen, he's 20, was he 24? He's playing against, yeah. <clears throat> excuse me, he's playing against the best coach of all time he's playing against a really good defense an elite level defense at this moment in time you know Gilmore was shutting down his main weapon like you said before I, it just felt like it was a bit too big for him it was a bit too much and it might have been a bit too much for Sean McVay I thought the whole you could see the anguish on his face at the end when he's deciding do I accept that penalty don't I Yeah, I think he was right to but there's, there's, a, there's a logic to say don't accept it and make them kick a longer field goal or whatever he just McVeigh and himself got away from what he is because his quarterback couldn't deliver the game plan. And for me, it, it was a case of the Patriots are a chameleon. They'll adapt to whatever game you want to play. So if you want to play this game, we'll do That's fine. We'll do it. We And we'll win because we can do it. 
for me, it looked like the, the Rams had the Rams' way of winning. And when it wasn't there, they had nothing else. They couldn't run the ball, like you said. The Gurley wasn't a factor until very late on. They were trying to get Anderson going. Their offensive line, that is a blithe their guard. Might be the worst performance I've ever seen from a guard in Super Bowl history. I just thought that they had no... You know, I thought they were going to half-time they'll adjust. And there was there was very little difference because they just didn't have anything else because they're a quick strike time and offense. And like you mentioned before, about the blitzes and the disguise coverages, the the Patriots said, we'll just throw your timing off and see what you can do. And ultimately, you know, Goff just... He just didn't have it in him to, yeah. to do anything different. I think, I saying about the guards, the problem is, is the quarterback's not calling out that who's blitzing. Yeah. It's the quarterback's job, this one, the main part of being a quarterback, is to call out who is the one who's blitzing. He is your pressure, you need to pick him up. And he never knew. He couldn't, he couldn't figure it out, so the card doesn't know who he's blocking, then yeah. smashed. Yeah. It's gone before he even knows it. Um, I think Goff made some weird decisions in that. Like, the bit where he was running out to play, and you're seeing the big Jackson, it? I think it was, was steaming down. Get down. Just get... You're going out to play for a loss anyway. Get your ass on the floor <laughs> and do not take that. That's what Because we... early on, to be fair, I thought he'd, he'd done the same and he threw out of bounds. It was a clever play, I thought. Yeah, there was one way it probably should have been grounding yeah. and that would have been grounding in the end zone. So I was, they didn't mention this, but I think it was grounding in the end zone of safety. It would have been. I thought... I think they said Gailey was close enough. Did yeah. that, but... It was, I, it was, I'm sorry. It was, yeah. I've got Tom Brady. Tom Brady's the best grounder of all time. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, I can get away with it. <coughs> yeah. So, I mean, I'm not criticising that. Because Goff made some good decisions. Like, like we're talking game management. The one where he, he was getting blitzed, so he just threw it at CJ Anderson's legs. That, that's a good decision. I mean, his back was just bounced yeah, 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 because that's, that's a good decision to make yeah. that. The one where he's run out of bounds. But then also, yeah, like you say, he takes the sack when to push them into a big field goal. And I know his airline still got it. Yeah. That's it. You can't take that sack. He had the one at the sidelines when he got himself absolutely levelled. He has the one when he goes on the bootleg, and then he just takes a sack for no, for just for no reason, just because why not? Yeah. It just it, it, again, I keep going back to it. It just looked like Belichick, Flores, and the Patriots defensive players and coaches just frazzled his mind to a point where by the end, by the end, he gone. You could see on the sideline as Ed, he, he was an absolute mess. And what do you do? You've got to keep him in the game. Obviously, you're not going to go to Sean Mannion, but his yeah. head was absolutely frazzled and. Once that happens, once your quarterback's head's gone, you've got no chance. Yeah, I mean, we've been seeing this with Goff. Yeah, we've actually been seeing this since about December. After that November game with the Chiefs, we've been seeing him look frazzled and not look the same player. And it's coincided with Gurley, hasn't it? Being yeah, it's been it's been since the more he's had to put the game in his hands. Yes, exactly. And it's not being Todd Gurley running them to death, and then he just has play action. Now, play action, you only usually have one read, as you say. It's one read, you hit it, or you... Nothing else is usually there unless there's a breakdown in coverage. So he's looked frazzled when teams went, Can you beat us? Yeah. And he struggled. I mean, let's not be honest here. If he hits that throw to um, Cooks cool. in the end zone on the busted coverage when Patrick Chung was out injured, well, was out in your game, but once he was gone, and you've seen Jason McCourtney running half yeah. the length of the field. But even that's a bad throw, I thought. That was a bad, th- yeah, that was a. That should have been zipped in. That should have been zipped. That's the kind of, that's the master Brady for that where he just zips it through everybody straight yeah. down the middle, and he kind of lobbed it. You've got that- to make that throw. Up. You've got to get that. He, it, it looked like he, he the the fact that the Patriots busted the coverage confused Goff in that he, he waited that extra second, and McCoy should have had, he should have had no chance. He, as soon as he sees the his, his receiver go, you've got to throw that post. Yeah, because the worst case is you're overthrow him. Yeah, you, 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 sound. The, the, what he did was it was a, again it was a late decision, and I think it was, his head was frazzled, and it was a poor throw. And then 
to be fair to him, he makes a good throw later on where I think Gilmore breaks up on is it on Cook in the end zone. Yeah, where Gilmore and Harmon both hit yeah, him at yeah. the same that's time. A good, that's a nice throw. And he, and he did make some good throws. There were some were absolutely money throws, especially on late in the fourth quarter. I thought yeah. he made some he made some really good ones, but they were on they were when the play worked. Yeah. So when the play works, he's he's as good as you get. I think he is the ultimate. You talk about game managers, and Brady's the best game manager in the world. But he always, he'd be the, he's the best ever. But he's he, he's a bit he, he, Brady. Again, I'm, I'm comparing apples to oranges. I'm comparing Goff to the best ever. But you see the difference of someone who, when it isn't there for him, knows what to do. You know, when Edelman, for example, got doubled, he Brady took his shots to Hogan, and yeah. and, and it didn't work. But it, that, took, it, that was, was the right, it was the right that, decision. The right decision. It, he made the right decisions. Goff, when it wasn't there for him, didn't know what to do. Yeah, he, had, he, he could have been picked off a couple of times. There's some, a couple of dropped interceptions. He has the one. I think the Patriots play a tips it. Yeah. Oh, that's a pick six. It's going to go straight yeah, to the Yeah, it's going straight to Devin McCoy. Yeah, because he's going to walk in. I, I just feel like again and again, Goff's. He, but then you've got to hold. You're a quarterback. You're the face of your franchise. One of them. You're the number one overall pick. It is on you, and I know. I know he's a kid, and I know he's. But he's. he's but you've got to. Brady was twenty four when he went down against the Rams and scored that touch and went on that drive. And now Brady didn't have a great game prior to that in that game. But it's like when it was money time in this game. It was fourth quarter. The Patriots were told you need to go and get two scoring drives, and he did it. Yeah. And he did, I think he did it with relative ease. Yeah, the because, second one especially for the kick. Yeah, yeah, I think the second one for the kick. Let's say that needs to be a touchdown. I think they just walked out with a touchdown because yeah. they were. They're absolutely carving them up at this point. Yeah. All the game plan was going. It was fourth and inches, wasn't yeah. it? He probably could have. They probably could have. I, just took I, it. I think they, if again, they would have went for that if yeah. it wasn't. If, the had, situ- yeah. if it wasn't the situation was, it doesn't just kick it and they they're fucked. Yeah, basically. A lot can happen in the next three years, like a chatbot, maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive & June. Olive & June gives you Everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. 
For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. But yeah, I think, yo, God, I know he's 24, but this is stage year. Yeah, yeah. This is stage year. I know he's a young quarterback, but where's the, pro- the progression? We've seen a bit of it, and he's got a great arm, but where's the game, in-game progression? Yeah. I think we've been, there's been the question of, is it Sean McVay or is it Jared Goff? It's Sean McVay. Yeah. I think it's quite clearly it's Sean McVay and Jared Goff without, yeah. I think with the, any other offensive coordinator or coach, I think we'd see a different player. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I think you're right, mate. I think he, he is what he is. I think we, we let's let's go coaching, and I think it's clear for everyone who's listening or watching at home. Belichick just schooled McVeigh, and by, listen, there's no shame in that. McVeigh's not a bad. It doesn't mean McVeigh's a bad coach or he's a bottler or anything. No, he just got he got out. You know, I think his defensive coordinator actually outplanned McDaniel's and Brady. Yeah, and in the same in the same way, Belichick and Flores just completely done a number on him. Again, my only, th- me, I, I wonder what girly stuff, I do wonder what the issue was, whether he's not healthy, whether they just wanted to go big with CJ Anderson. It, I think I'm, not sure, I'm not sure it matters that much anyway. I think their running game's mainly based on smoke and mirrors of getting yes. you going wide. That's what, and that's what I'm, I'm saying. We're just going, no, we, we don't care if you're trying to spread, we're going to hit you down the middle. Because yeah. we don't think, you don't actually want to stretch. And you that was my next, my next point was that, I said on the preview show when, when we spoke last week, for the Rams to win, they need to get horizontal. They need to, you know, sweeps and reverses, and they didn't really do any of that. No, and that's that's a you know they've had they had Reynolds in 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 the regular season doing those sweep motions. They've had, you know, I mean, Todd Gurley doing. Not on a sweep. That's it. They've, they've had all they've had all this, you know, and they just didn't go to it. So when they wanted to run the ball, it was pretty much zoned down the middle, wasn't it? You know, a couple of times Gurley gets the perimeter and gets first down, but there wasn't like there was no bells and whistles. There was nothing where you think. You know the, the Rams, who, who are very creative offense, they do ton, they tons of misdirection. The Patriots were ready for the misdirection. I understand that, but there wasn't anything different. All I through, I was thinking, why, why is it, why hasn't Cooks run run the ball once? Why haven't he tried a toss to to Reynolds? Why haven't he done just something to break this monotony of stop the run, get Goff in third down, Goff incomplete? And it was it was eight, you know the best player was Johnny Hecker. If yeah. it wasn't for Hecker, it could have been game over at half time. His punting was. Genuinely unbelievable, and so was the Pages punter, by the way. But yeah. they were the best two players. I just felt like both offenses at times lacked the creativity. The difference is the talent level of the quarterback means that the Pages didn't have to be as creative. Where I th- I still think McVeigh needed to help Goff out a little bit more, giving him the same same plays. You know, they're always in eleven personnel all the time. There's not much else. There's not much for him. It's Cooks open, maybe Woods will be open. Reynolds not really wasn't doing anything. I do feel like they lacked the imagination and creativity that the Philadelphia showed that times you have to you have to do it. You've got to you know Philly specials or whatever you you want to run. You've got to do something to break this because it was just it was a little bit too easy for New England. Yeah, I think the fact that I mean they kept punting it on fourth down. Where was the hecker pass? I I I was calling for it even though I'm a Patriots fan saying they're gonna just give it to Hecker in a minute and just throw a pass just to. That special trick play to just kickstart your yeah, offense, yeah. and I was waiting for them to 
pull that out all game. But as you said, even just to sweep to Cooks, like Cooks runs down as he's faster than anyone. Well, I mean, see McCourty runs down well, maybe McCourty will call him. <laughs> but um, I think that's just being optimistic <laughs> and in the yeah. time. But like, there was no, creat- no creativity. Good. And then the other thing is, I've always thought everyone else in the league loves a tight end. The Rams don't. The Rams don't seem really be that interested in throwing to the tight ends. But it's like, at least target them once. At yeah. least make us worry about Everett. Everett's got is quite quick, you know. Make, yeah. make us or Higby's a good, you yeah. know, high point the ball. Everett uh, got one target and didn't catch it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, what? Well, at least try these players. At least try and create. I mean, the fact that Peters threw to Hogan, even though he kept his fucking shit. Yes, <laughs> 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 he's not going to be a Peter anymore. Anyway, at least you'd have to. You'd have to um, defend them. You'd have to be at least aware of them. Yeah, you because even I, even you guys, you had you had. I think Patterson ran it a couple of times. He tried to, he tried to dump it. It didn't work, obviously, but he tried to quick strike to Edelman where it was literally a horizontal pass, pretty much. The, you, there was creativity. Happening where you were trying to create space. You were trying to get the Rams just a little a little beat off the where they were because they were dominating up front at times. You just didn't see any, and I just think for the talent the Rams have got, and they are they've got some talented players. Again, Goff was bad. It was it was an all time bad performance. I want to I want to state that. I don't think the I don't think the play calling and the game plan helped him. Obviously, you you go in Super Bowl and you have to be who you are. I understand that you you go in and you be who you are. But when you what you are isn't working, what what else have you got, guys? Have you got something you can do? Can you go big and just pound the ball? Well, no, they couldn't. Can you get creative? Can you the, the trick play? Have you got something where? I don't know, like you get the sweeps, the reverses, the tosses, flea flicker, anything. Yeah. Nothing. There was just absolutely, and they couldn't because they couldn't protect off. So you, it's hard. I admit, you can't do some of the plays you'd want to do when the when the quarterback isn't protected. But I still think there's no excuse for. And they do that motion quite a lot where they run a receiver behind, but they never give him the ball once. I don't think they just kept giving it to, <laughs> to CJ Anderson and. I think we said it. I mean, we on the previous show. If anyone actually watched that <laughs> terrible Skype call, we said that if it's CJ Anderson running the ball straight at the Patriots, they're yeah, not going to no. have any luck. No, th- th- we're going to stop that quite quickly. Yep. And once that's done, that kills the play action game. Yeah. And once that play action game again, they needed to have something more creative. I've watched Patriots change on the final two drives. What the Patriots done is we went jumbo. We put we kept Allen Gronkowski and Devlin in. Yet we passed it. Yeah. We kept passing it because we were like, well, we're going big. So you've got your big guys, but then we're going to trust that Edelman and Gronkowski. You're not going to. I, like, I love the play to Gronk when he faked that he was blocking. Yeah, and then just and then just, just peels off. And the, the the touchdown winning drive, it's the same play three times, but it's the same. But it's disguised differently. So it's out of different formations, but essentially it was Edelman down the middle, Gronk down the middle, running back out, out of the flat, and Brady can pick whatever. One which, which, whichever one you haven't quite got. The, the it, it was the exact same play three times, but it worked. And as soon as it worked the first time. And Tommy Romo says it on commentary, and he says they're just going to go back to that. Yeah, they're going to just keep just that. That's it. The same. Yeah, we just moved them left to right, and then that's yeah. all we did to, to run the exact same routes because that's the strength of those routes. Yeah. The strength of their routes is Edelman finds the soft spot in the middle, Gronkowski goes down the, seam. <laughs> down the seam, and you have to figure out whether you want inside or outside coverage and where's your double coverage. And then if you if you drag enough people with them, then the flat's there for five, six yards. We'll take that all day. Yeah. And that's what the Patriots did. When, and just going jumbo meant that they had their big yeah. guys. So their big guys couldn't get out of the flat. No. They can't go up the seam with Gronk, even though he's like running in slow motion. They still can't go up the seam no. with him. And then what the other thing is they can't do is that was triple coverage by the end, that Gronkowski catch. And it's like, I've got the best hands 
in, yeah, in you, this game. You can't stop me if I if it's just about who's going to catch this ball. Yeah, absolutely, and then also Michelle runs it in behind Devlin. We mentioned, yeah, you mentioned, and you you said the fullback will play a party. Definitely does. Yeah, it's an amazing block. Listen, they were probably going to score at some point. It was that close, but he, he absolutely he did, and they did go old school a little bit, and they were happy to go old school because you just do do whatever it takes to win. And I I, th- I thought your point before was amazing when you said you know four and five for Brady won them. Belichick won six. So Brady didn't play well. I don't think. I don't think he. No. It was a scramble. It probably might be his worst Super Bowl performance it, since it, since the first one. It's it's comfortably his worst since the it, first yeah. one at least. I, he didn't play well at all. I mean, as we said, they had the, the defense to stop Brady. Yeah. The interior pressure with Sue and Donald. No one can stop it. And just because he wasn't getting sacked and and it doesn't show up in the stat sheet. You look every time he's throwing someone's in his face. He didn't get sacked because he's so good at getting the ball out. Because he throws it out with two seconds and there's times where those plays he didn't let them develop because he's just getting he knew if he waits any longer, he's gonna sack. Fumble, sack fumble. Yeah. Sack fumble is always a risk when you're playing it against the Donald. So he's just trying to get it out as he, 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 so he did fumble one. He did fumble, didn't he? Andrew's got it yeah. and then same with them. I mean, they fumbled Gilmore caused the fumble that rolled out of play and it yeah. took like a year. It was devastating. See <laughs> <laughs> Jansen fumbled. See Jansen fumbled. Yeah. yeah, it was. It was. And I, I thought Brady again. You look at the stats. And he got sacked once, and we mentioned before he didn't play well. But I thought that's what he did do well. He was, and it, it was what Goff couldn't do. It was that negative plays. Yeah, no, them. no negative plays. Worst case is it's an incompletion. Yeah, he, 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 he cut out the the negatives, and. Again, I, I do feel bad because I keep, I'm comparing Goff to Brady, but you've got two because it was the same game, and it just shows the le- the levels of that. That's, I thought Brady, again, I thought his decision-making at times was poor, but that stuff, I thought he was amazing at. I thought he was actually quite good in the pocket, at shifting in the pocket again. Yeah. Aaron Donald's unstoppable. There is nothing you can do to stop him, so you've got to do whatever you can just to make sure he doesn't ruin the game. Yeah. And if that means your performance suffers... That's fine. Yeah, I, 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 I'm just not. I'm not letting him, like you say, strip sacks, fumble. I'm not, I'm not getting hit by him. He's too big and strong. He'll kill me. Yeah. You know, the one time when he threw Brady on, yeah. the, he, <laughs> he, he, he chokes onto to the floor. That kind of thing. Don't, you don't want none of that. He stayed. There, keep yeah. away from that. I mean, you don't want none of that. What fouled to Sony Michelle where he literally chokes him <laughs> by the face mask. No call. And then there was that weird call where I think it was Baker where they hit him and everyone's like, "Oh, the Patriots get all the calls." Like, did you not just see? Michelle get chokeslammed by his face mask. The only, one, the only bad call I thought I thought that was there was the holding on the holding call on Sullivan. I thought that was a bad call though where Gailey gets the first down and they call a centre for holding. I don't think I've ever seen a centre call for holding in my life. I thought that was a pretty, I, I didn't I didn't see the replay. Yeah, that, I don't think it was a, yeah, I don't think it was a particularly great call. But again, it's it's it's, it's, it's I, I like it's near, I hear it, but like at this point, so. I was in where I'm staying according to my accommodation so I was in a massive dining room for like 70 people and I'm just doing circles around it. I'm nervous. watching but I'm doing nervous <laughs> circles around it so I'm if, if the replays in that I probably didn't see them. I was just singing <laughs> Maroon 5 songs after the oh, spectacular. <laughs> Can we scrap the Super Bowl halftime show? Yeah. No one's asked. <laughs> no one's asked. No, I thought that meeting was real that was the highlight I thought it was going to just take Maroon 5 even, out. I didn't even watch yeah, it. Yeah it was horrendous I, but um Let's sum up then. We've gone around there. We've covered, I think, the main players, the main talking points. Um, again, if you're McVeigh and Goff, this, this thing, it really hurts. But you come, you've got to, you know, it hurt last year when they got knocked out of the playoffs. You go again. You just, you just, you go again and you hope that next time you get there, you've learned something from it. They probably will get there at some point again. You'd imagine the Rams, whether, with or without Goff, I don't know. McVay should be. I, I imagine McVay will get there at, again. at some point, whether it's with yeah. Goff or someone else. But it was, it was like it, 
I I accustom it to like when you sometimes you'll see a you know a, a boxer match where the old school pro just keeps your arms length and jabs you and jabs you and just beats beats the young oh god because you can't touch him you can't lay a finger yeah. a bit like Floyd Mayweather would do in a boxing match he would just keep you at arms length and he would win the tie mm. that's kind of what Belichick did he messed with McVeigh's head he he ultimately schooled him and like you say this was a a victory I think that it's probably, I think Belichick will save this one more than any of the others because I think the others I think you know he'd have hated the Atlanta one. Because that, he should never have been in that position. Obviously, the comeback was great, but he, he'll hate the fact that his defense was getting absolutely smoked. The the Giants ones, when he, obviously he, he won't look back on them with fondness. But even before that, the, the the early ones when his defense won them, I think he again he'd be made up. But I think this last one was almost like him saying, "I, I can't." It, it wasn't Brady led; it was Bill Belichick led. I think this is his, his ultimate achievement. I think. Yeah, I mean. Th- only score 13 points and win a Super Bowl that's the ultimate coaching achievement because yeah. that's what it is it's a coaching achievement yeah. especially when so I've got a question for you so watching the Patriots defence between this year and last year I was like, so excited this year of how much more creative we've got on defence a yeah. lot more blitz and Petitia never liked the blitz Yeah. what I want to ask you is if you got the option now to swap Petitia to Brian Flores would you? if I was a li- if I was who? if you were a Lions yeah Petitia's awful I wouldn't have met him name but I, I, I'm, I'm not saying he's awful. I mean, he, we won two Super Bowls. Right? I'm a, well, okay. I don't, I don't think I, I've got no. I've got nothing that makes me think he's a good head coach. I just don't. I think his personality for a start is toxic, and I don't think that's ever yeah. a good thing. But I, again, I don't. Is it, it, this is the thing with the Patriots' defensive coordinators? That I my go-to reaction is to just credit Belichick. Yeah. I don't know how much I, Brian Flores might be the best defensive coordinator of all time, and we might find that out. You know, when he go, when he goes to Miami, if Miami defense is amazing. But my, I'm inclined to go with Belichick and presume it's him <laughs> up until I'm up until I'm proven wrong, and that's why I always thought that's why I didn't like the Patricia hire the first place. I thought it might be Belichick who's done that. that you know what I mean? Yeah. But what I would say is that I agree. I think I still don't think it's an amazingly talented defense. I think you've got Gilmore's a stud, yeah. Hightower's a stud, and the rest of it is. Well, good McCarthy's a, McCarthy, yeah, McCarthy's McCarthy a, and yeah. Chung. I know Chung went injured. McCarthy's good players. Stud. Um, and then I. How excited was I when we signed Jason McCarthy? Yeah. I've been banging the Jason McCarthy drum since he was at the Titans. <laughs> I was like, there's no one else watching how good he is and just he just doesn't get the credit because he's on bad teams. So, you know, I had that text saying two McCarthy's are better than one. <laughs> yes, they are. That was exactly what I wanted from Yeah, for sure. But yeah, they are, there's a lot of good players. There's not yeah. a lot of it's, studs. It, no, but it, it was that was a victory for coaching. It was a, you know, getting Van Noy on the blitz. There's times when corners, corners blitz and safety blitzes. It was, there was all kinds going on. It was just confusing Jared Goff and it yeah. confused Sean McVeigh. It confused the offensive line who didn't know who they were meant to be blocking. I thought it was an, a really solid, no solid's a bad way, it was an amazing coaching performance in that it was relentless and it kept changing. It was like they had 15 different options from the same. So, I've got, oh, there's four linebackers, who's coming now? Is it him? Is it him? Is it him? Is it him? Oh, no, it's the safety. Oh, yeah, oh, oh, <laughs> God, yeah exactly. It, it, yeah. It, was, it was that good. Yeah. I think you're getting, I think the difference is and why you can do that is because you've got an elite cornerback. If you haven't got an elite level cornerback who can win the one-on-one matchup, that's always going to be there. Because when you start doing the blitzes and stuff, someone's got to be guarding someone one-on-one. Zero blitz, one-on-one coverage. Gilmore won it. it. Off. Gilmore had, he got beat once pretty much all game. Yeah. He was too good. He, and that was the difference is that that was never on for anyone. So yeah. it, it, it was mainly Cooks, wasn't it? Yeah. Who he was guarding and the only time you've seen Cooks get any real joy was when he went to, to the other side. He went away from Gilmore. I thought Gilmore helps so much in that. If you, if the Rams have 
an elite receiver, for example, like a, a, a big Julio Jones, you can't play, you can't play that defense because they'll just throw to Julio Jones against yeah. Gilmore and, and Jones will win that battle. But because the Rams' personnel is, is it's the quick strike time and offense, you're quite happy leaving Gilmore on an island with Woods or Cooks. You're not, you, you know, you 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 like that matchup. Yeah. And it was only that's the first time for that's the first time. I think the year of Revis, he was quite good for you guys. Butler was okay-ish. But well, it, that's it, what but, I, my next point was going to be. People have criticised the Patriots for when we we signed Gilmore and we paid him. And at the same time, we were supposed to pay Butler. You thought you made the right decision. And we didn't pay Butler because we didn't think, we thought, he's scrappy, but give yeah. us the guy with size, length and ability. And even Buffalo Bills were apparently like, you paid Gilmore that? We yeah. were never going to pay him because they didn't raise him. They didn't realise what they had. And that's, yeah. that's been the Patriots' strength. Yeah. They saw, they played against Gilmore and went, this guy is outstanding if you put him in the right situation. Yeah. And that's what we've done. We signed Gilmore and then obviously Butler, we, we kept him for next year and he had a bad year, didn't play in the Super Bowl. And now he's I, had a, it, I uh, thought Gilmore might have been the MVP, to be honest. I, I That was my shelf for MVP because I felt Edelman, a lot of what he did was in the first half. And a lot of it was, it was good, don't get me wrong, but I think, I go back to I think the Rams were quite happy for that yeah. to be the case. I think the Rams were like, well, Edelman's not going to be. He's not going to kill us. He's not going to be. Gronk can kill us and Hogan can kill us. Edelman might extend their eyes, but he's not going to score touchdowns. Yeah. So that was their defence was okay. But I think the fact that Gilmore, you can put him on the island, yeah. allows. Did he get the interception? Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, it's, 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 yeah, yeah. Even yet, this was said, the zero blitz bit was, I mean, why through that? Yeah, he was off balance. He was falling over. It was a horrendous throw. Yeah, yeah it's just stupid. So fuck. So that's that's a see another season in the book, and it ends again, like like most of them do with New England winning something. Six <laughs> six of what is it? Nine appearances, six wins, and it'll probably be seven next year. We'll come back again, and twelve months time, we'll go. Why didn't we just do the show with the Patriots winning the <laughs> one? Um, Brady's going nowhere. Belichick's going nowhere. Gronk might be going somewhere. We don't know. We'll see. It'll be a wrestler or. I don't, I don't know. think he'll be a wrestler a drug fiend or something I don't know he's going to do something <laughs> he'll do something mad but that's why I say wrestler is if he's injured as fuck now yeah, yeah, wrestling's true. not the way to go yeah, yeah for sure for sure um, again, we'll be back we'll, we'll carry on doing the shows over the summer we'll come up with various topics we always do but that's another season in the books from me Jen and from Chris obviously not here um, thanks for supporting us all year thanks for watching and listening to the show hope you've enjoyed it as much as we enjoy making it like I said, keep an eye on the channel because there's plenty more to come. But that's been our Super Bowl recap. General, congratulations again. <sighs> Until next time, see us all later. Ta-da. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.